does one deal with fate? How does one get their driver's How does one get good grades? How does one know for sure How does one handle the transition into starting their own independent life in college? Hello there, and thank you for listening to the How Does One podcast. I'm Sarah Lusk, high school senior, and we're going to be discussing fake friends and how to get these people out of your life. But before I get into that, I'd like to encourage you to follow this podcast. I upload new episodes every Friday, and I'd love if you took a moment to leave a rating and share this episode with anyone you think could benefit from listening. So I would love to share stories with this topic, and I think that they are very good learning lessons of hearing other people's stories. I just wanted to say beforehand that these stories are going to be vague. I may be leaving out details and I'm definitely not going to say anybody's name because I'd like to protect everybody's integrity and not make someone feel like I'm bashing them for something they may have done wrong. So I just wanted to say that beforehand before I got into um, actually identifying fake friends and dealing with them and stuff. So back to identifying fake friends. There are some key characteristics of fake friends, and I feel like if you really analyze people, everybody can identify these in someone. They just may not realize it. It's like that information in the back of your head that you know is there, but you don't know how to pull out. So I'm just going to cover some key characteristics of fake friends. I feel like the number one basic characteristic of a fake friend is that they constantly crave attention and love. They're super concerned with their status and appearance, and they just want to seem like they're the best person out there. They choose friends based on who's going to make them look cool, who's going to give them an advantage, and it's really toxic because they put themselves in this place where none of their relationships are really there because they like somebody. They're there because they benefit from them. I know for myself, sometimes I create relationships with people because they may help me get farther, but these relationships I'm creating with them, I'm not going to consistently pursue unless I actually like this person. And I'm not saying that to create an excuse for myself, it's just a differentiation. Because some of these characteristics, if they're misanalyzed, they can seem like a fake friend when it's really something we all do. Sometimes you may be nicer to a specific teacher because you'd like them to do, I don't know, a college recommendation for you. And i just like to clarify, I did just ask a teacher recently to do a college recommendation and I wasn't being nice to him because I wanted this recommendation. I actually legitimately like this teacher. So teacher whose name I'm not going to say, if you're listening, I swear I actually like you and I'm not being fake to you. Sometimes I know that people can um, try and be close to the most popular girl or something and that's such a cliche and everybody's like oh popularity doesn't exist but stop lying to yourself you know it exists and so sometimes they create relationships with certain people because they hope that they'll be able to be brought up into coolness I guess which is a really cringy way to say that but you know what I'm trying to say Another thing is that they're very self-absorbed. They never listen to what you're telling them. You're there trying to share a story, trying to tell them about your life, and they honestly look like they couldn't care less. I have a friend, and she's such a great listener, and we'll be hanging out, and sometimes I get a text, and it'll be from my mom or something, and she doesn't know that, but I have to respond to the text, and I feel so terrible because anytime she pulls out her phone, she'll apologize and be like, I'm sorry, I'm not ignoring you. I just need to reply to this, and so I'm over here trying to reply to my mom while she's talking, and I don't want her to feel like I'm ignoring her because I'm not. Another major thing that fake friends do is they break promises. They tell you they're going to do something and then don't actually do it. And this can go across many different situations. So it could be like a legit promise, like 
you uh, share a secret and you say, hey, like, please don't tell this with anybody. And they're like, okay. And then they go and tell everybody, you know, that's a promise. But in another way, it could be, yeah, I'll meet you up at this place at three. And instead they show up at four. It may seem minor because it's being late and I know that's not valuable to everybody, but that's still respecting time and you're breaking a promise. You told somebody you'd be somewhere at a certain time and instead you choose to show up later or not show up at all, which is both showing somebody that you don't really care about them enough to be there for them and to do what they ask you to do. Similar to this is making someone feel like they're not a priority. So if you have a fake friend, you often feel like they push you to the side or they choose other things over you. I have a friend and we ran into this situation a couple months ago and I'm still friends with this person and I've forgiven her, um, but she had the choice to hang out with me and several other friends or go to a concert she had really wanted to go to. And it was really last minute, but we had had these plans for several weeks and it was actually supposed to be at her house. And suddenly she found out that there was an extra ticket to this concert she wanted to go to. And she was really debating not hanging out with us. And that honestly really hurt me and my friends. And we felt like, you know, you chose these plans and now you're gonna go to a concert. And in addition to that, she wasn't going to be able to hang out with the people who were also going to the concert. She was gonna be in a farther row. So she was going to be alone at this concert of an artist that she claimed to really like. Her sister claimed she wasn't too into it. I'm not sure the truth there. I'm not about to say it wasn't worth going. It was a it was a cool concert. I saw the videos. Um, but it was really a shaky moment of, are you really about to leave to go to a concert? Are you really about to cancel your own plans with us and openly share with us that you're leaving to go somewhere else? But yeah, that was a situation where it was very much like, are you really putting a priority on this concert over these plans we've had for weeks that we specifically picked dates for based on our schedules because we're all very busy you know so that was really hard and we're over it she apologized it's fine i'm not worried about it anymore um but yeah that was a really good situation for advice in this it wasn't a good situation i'm sorry that was bad wording another thing that fake friends do is they could honestly be fine without you and that is one of the hardest things to understand and to swallow. I have a friend and she was friends with a girl and this girl was like really close with her. They were really tight. And then all of a sudden new people came into the school and she kind of distanced from my friend. And I don't really think they even talk anymore. And they used to be probably the closest friends I've ever met. And it's just kind of sad to see because this person doesn't really seem to care that she's left my friend. She's just, she's fine now. She has new friends, better friends, I guess would be her description of it. And it's just like, how could you leave this person and not really care? How do you distance? And you know, friends grow distance sometimes. That's cool. Like not everybody is meant to be friends forever. Sometimes you're just meant to be friends for a season. But if you can move on and really not care it's just that's so sad and you obviously don't value this person if you're willing to move on from them so quickly. Another thing that fake friends do is they don't talk to you or they don't answer your texts. This is my biggest pet peeve. If I'm going to text you, you better respond to me because it's so rude. Like I'm making an effort to contact you and you're not going to put that same effort back. I was friends with this guy for a while and it was just kind of like a weird friendship where we'd be like really close for a couple months and then we like could be fine without each other. 
and that was a very weird place to be because I was fine with it at first and then eventually we we were like really really good friends and we were hanging out consistently and then all of a sudden I would send him a text and he didn't reply and we literally texted the night before and so I was like okay like he can't be upset with me and nothing happened between that time and then I sent him another text and then I waited a little bit and then sent him another text and then I figured out what he was doing and I was like okay yeah I'm not gonna keep pouring myself into you if you're just not going to respond back with the same interest in maintaining a friendship it's just not worth it so at this point I've just kind of moved on like I'm chill with it whatever if you're not gonna text me back that's cool that's on you you know I've done what I could I've ended it nicely you know I didn't send him a huge bashing text although I wanted to um and I've just realized that I'm fine none of my other relationships have changed now that we're not friends um and I'm just able to move on another thing is that if you bring a problem to these people they don't want to find solutions and I find that very consistently in the fake friends I've had in my life uh probably in November I think it was I was having a weird situation with a friend and she just wasn't talking to me all of a sudden and was being very rude and very short and I hadn't seen her for like two weeks and we weren't the type to text like you know some friends you just don't text at all and so when we saw each other in person we were usually very excited to see each other it was like a big happy moment we were very similar and we loved hanging out and she just cut me out really quick and was very cold and I mean I was so confused I I sent her a text which was weird because we never text and I was like hey if there's something wrong I'd like to talk about it I don't want to continue acting cold and weird to each other I'd rather you just talk to me and she never responded I think another thing that fake friends do a lot is they don't want to find solutions they would just rather end the relationship with you than try and fix it now let's be real if your friendship with this person has had consistent bumps and hiccups I would not try and find a solution. I'm going to say, nope, I'm done. I'm not going to continue letting you push me around like this. I don't want to find a solution. And sometimes real friends do that because they know that it's better for them to not maintain this relationship with you than to keep it up. And that's a very real problem, you know, whereas fake friends, they don't want to find solutions because they don't care about you. They don't value your relationship. There are plenty of times that I've had people just suddenly act cold to me and not want to explain why and then when I finally figure out why it doesn't even have to do with them they're just being cold to me due to secondhand drama and stuff like that you know that really that hurts that damages a relationship and if you have a fake friend who's trying not to fix your problems well then you need to start moving out that is not the kind of person you need in your life I think over all, keeping in mind that real friends aren't perfect is very important because you don't want to see a fake friend and imagine them to be a real friend in the same way that you don't want to see a real friend and imagine them that they're a fake friend. We all forget to answer texts sometimes, we all get busy, and we all occasionally want space. It's how you bounce back from these problems that will show if you're a true friend or not. Uh, recently, a friend really upset me. I honestly can't even remember why, and I just needed some space. We didn't talk for two or three weeks and I really wanted nothing to do with them, but slowly I realized, okay, this isn't solving anything. I really like this person, and so I'm going to allow them to stay in my life. So slowly, I started texting them again, and now we're back in the space where we can talk and be fine, and I have no anger towards them, and I've really forgiven them for the thing I was angry at them about, and that's what a true friend does, is you bounce back, and you're able to hold on to those friendships and relationships. 
think another thing to keep in mind when you're analyzing true and fake friends is knowing that sometimes you just grow distant. I was really close to somebody at my school when I was a freshman, and when we had sophomore year, our classes swapped, and so I wasn't with them the first half of the semester, and then the second semester, I was. And it was awkward because our relationship had turned very weird and we would only talk about certain things. And then other than that, we had no conversation to eventually where I was a junior. And if we talked, it felt very formal. It felt very awkward. It felt very forced. And I've just come to accept that we've just grown apart. We're just different now. And that's okay. And I'm not angry with that person. That would be silly. But it's just accepting that you're not always meant to be friends. So that's also important in knowing that not every relationship that ends is because that person was fake. So when you're dealing with fake friends, you need to keep in mind that they really couldn't care if you're there or not. So that'll really affect the way you respond to them and the way you try and end that relationship. The best thing to do is to do it face to face, keep calm, and have your reasons ready. You can't just pull up and be like, oh, we're done being friends, you're fake. Because they'll be like, I'm fake, what do you mean? And you'll be like, well, um, you see, that one time, and you won't really have any real reason as to why they're fake. And that's just going to make you look like a bad guy. So if you're going to do it, call them out. Give them a chance. You need to be the good guy in the situation, so don't be aggressive, don't be rude, don't try and attack them. Just say, hey, you've hurt me consistently and I want to address it. Are we going to fix this or do I need to move on? You know, it's kind of like what Jacob and I talked about in the breakups episode of trying to be the good guy. You don't want to have a screaming match. You don't want to anger this person. You've just got to be clear and calm and objective with them. Once you've called them out, if they're not ready to offer solutions, I would say cut ties. You would be so much better alone than to hurt yourself trying to call this person your friend. I have so many relationships that were just so much easier to just cut ties with cold and just end it like that than to try and drag things out and try and distance myself from that person. It's just easier to cut them out. And some people can't do that. I understand that. It's easier said than done. And there are very many other solutions you can do to that as well. So if you're not ready to fully cut ties with someone, if that seems too harsh, if this person's in your life very involved, you don't have to fully cut ties. Another thing you could do is create space and boundaries. Don't allow this person to be your best friend. Only allow them so much space in your life. If you feel like you have to spill tea to them, you have to go out with them, or you have to let them run you over, then you're not creating boundaries. You need to show this person that they may have some influence in your life, but that they're not the main influence. They can be an outside friend, but they're not an inside friend. They don't get to come to your hangouts. They don't get to come with you to dinner. They may be able to text you, hey, hey, that's all you're required to do. You don't have to be rude to this person. You don't have to be short, but you don't have to offer them your tea. If a teacher is like, hey, what's going on in your life? You're not going to tell them, oh, well, me and my boyfriend just broke up and my mom just kicked me out of the house. You know, that's not the kind of stuff you tell your teacher. That's the kind of stuff you tell a best friend. What kind of stuff are you telling your fake friends? Another thing in creating boundaries is do not allow them to blackmail you or manipulate you. And if you're spilling your tea to them, it becomes so easy to manipulate. You're like, oh, well, I'm going to tell everybody you did this and that. And, you know, you do not want to do that. Um, it's so important to never allow anybody to have enough dirt on you that they could blackmail you or manipulate you. And for some people, that's really easy. For some people, that's really hard. For me, 
if I have something that I think matters and I don't want other people to know or I feel like you can manipulate me on, I'm never going to tell you. But I know that there are other people who overshare um, and have a hard time keeping that to themselves. And that's creating boundaries within yourself and honestly learning to respect yourself and your life. Um, And that's another podcast for another day. Another way to create space is remove those benefits. If a fake friend is friends with you, it's because you're giving them something. So I know for myself, my most recent fake friend that I was really close to, a big thing he would do was copy off my homework. And I hope my school isn't listening because I would like to not get in trouble for that. We weren't making good decisions. So school, if you're listening, I'm sorry, please forgive me. Um, But yeah, he would copy off my homework every once in a while. And you know, he just changed it a little bit so it doesn't look the same. Um, And once I realized that this was a fake friend and somebody I didn't want in my life, I stopped letting him copy my homework. I stopped giving him answers. I stopped helping him, you know, with those kinds of things because that's what he needed me for. And he was really ticked off about it. And I find it funny now, whereas then I was like, that's petty. This is my work. Do it on your own, you know? And now it just becomes so much more evident how much mooching he did and like how much taking he did for me rather than giving. I am the kind of person who like sometimes I may help you with tests, I may help you with homework, but I don't expect much in return, honestly, because I just think everybody's dumb. Please don't hate me for saying that. I think I could do it better on my own. And sometimes people need help and that's cool. You can take my notes, but I'm at that point where I'm not going to give you the homework answers. I may help lead you in the right way, but I'm not going to give you those kind of benefits because that sets me up for fake friends and fake relationships. A very important thing if you plan on keeping a fake friend in your life is having realistic expectations. Do not think that when they snap you and they're like, hey, let's hang out, that they actually want to hang out with you if they consistently don't hang out with you. If they don't ever answer your texts and now they're DMing you on Instagram, don't think that this means they're going to start answering your texts. You need to be realistic because if you start allowing that person back into your life, you've allowed a fake friend back in that you're trying to push out and you're giving them messed up messages and they're going to be confused and you're going to be confused and you're going to forget why you were angry with them to begin with. So you need to be realistic. If this person says, let's hang out, let them take the reins. Let them decide when you hang out, where you meet, what you do. Don't put in much effort. You know, you don't have to be a jerk and be like, okay, yeah, and then never respond to them because then you become a fake person. But if they say, let's hang out, then say, okay, send me the plans and I'll be there. And if they tell you main event this afternoon and I'll give you a ride, cool, great. That's probably them being real. You can take up on that offer and you can go out with them. But don't expect that while you're at main event that they're going to be super nice to you, that it's going to be great like things always were. You know, keep in mind that they're still a fake friend and they may still be working through things. So keep in mind that they may take you to main event, but they may not be paying for your ticket or something like that. I think another thing that I've talked about pretty consistently is staying out of the drama. You don't have to be passive aggressive to them. You don't have to start venting about them on your Instagram story because nobody cares. You don't have to start treating them like they're worthless. You need to stay out of their life as much as you want them out of yours. If you overly involve yourself in what's going on in their life, you're showing them that their life has a high value to you and you're allowing them that space to go, oh, She cares about the tea. She cares about the drama. Okay, well, if I share my tea, then she's going to have to share her tea. And it creates this very toxic relationship of fakeness just going between you guys. And you're back where you started. So knowing how to move forward with life and how to not allow fake friends is super duper, uber duper important. I can't stress that enough. If you consistently find that you are just 
surrounded by fake people, well, it's probably a sign that your friend-making abilities are lacking. So this is just some general advice in how to keep those fake friends out. Trust no one until they're proven trustworthy. Someone says, let's hang out, and you don't really know this person? Okay, cool. It could be a good opportunity. It could be a bad opportunity. You, again, need to sit and wait and see, how is this going to go? Are they going to show up on time? Are they going to show up at the right place? Are they going to do what they said they would? And if they do those things, then cool. They're trustworthy. You can give them more of yourself and more of your time until eventually you fully trust this person, and it's worth that relationship. And they've proven they're going to give back as much as you are willing to give in. Keep your circle small. Do not allow a bunch of random people at school to all of a sudden have all this value. They don't matter and they won't matter once you graduate. Honestly, you only need two or three very close friends. Only two or three people need to know your tea. Only two or three people in your life are probably trustworthy. It's fine to have outside friends. I have plenty of friends that I'm not really close to, but I'm still nice to, I'll still talk to, and they're really friends by association. We know the same friend, and so we technically are friends, but we're not close. I'm not spilling my tea to them. I'm really not texting them. I'm not inviting them to things. They're just people I have there to kind of take up space, which if you're that friend to me, I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I'm not saying this because you don't matter. I'm just... We're just not super close. Don't take it personally. I'm not very high in value in your life either. Again, being realistic in your expectations and knowing what you want beforehand. That is super important as well. I know the last one was super important, but this one is super important too. Because if you don't know what you want, you're just going to throw yourself out there till you find what you want. And that is literally so dumb. That's like going into the candy store and being like, well... I guess I'll just have to try them all before I know what I want because then you want to like stealing candy you're not really supposed to try all the candy in the candy store and you can get in trouble for that but also you're wasting a lot of time trying to figure out what flavor you want when in reality you could just walk in and say mm-hmm I want an orange gummy and then be done and you're just wasting time another thing and probably the last thing and one of the I'll say it's the third most important thing be the kind of friend you want your friends to be Good friends, look for other good friends. If you are the kind of person who's flaky, you show up late, you never know whose birthday it is, you don't really care what's going on in your friend's life, you're not a good listener, well, you're going to attract those kinds of people. But if you take the time to get to know your friends, you keep up with them, you listen to their advice, you care what they have to say, you make sure they know that they're a priority to you, other people are going to see that and admire that and be attracted to you. They're going to say, wow, that person knows how to create healthy relationships, and I would like to be like that. I have a friend, um, and she is the nicest, goodest person I have ever met. She is just a pure being, and she's very sweet, very caring, and she honestly doesn't attract many people to be her friend. The reason? She's honest, she's true, she's transparent, and she's going to be real to who she is. She's authentic, and a lot of the people at our school aren't always like that and they're not attracted to that and for me I've gotten to really know this person and I've gotten to really love her and realize that she is honest she'll be there for you she's reliable and that's the kind of person I would like to be I would like to be her like her and so that's attracted me to want to be friends with her and keep up that relationship because I know she's one of the few people at the school um, that I go to who can be like that and be honest and be true in a relationship and really create meaningful and worthwhile relationships. She is so dependable. She'll always be there for you. 
And she gets a lot of trash dissed at her because people feel like she's overly honest or she's overly positive. But what they don't realize is that they're just overly negative, that they're just liars, that they're not dependable. No shade to everybody at school, but it's the facts and you know it's true. And you know when you look at friends or relationships and you're like, wow, like these people deserved each other. That's the kind of friendships you should be creating. People should look at you and your friends and say, wow, those people, they're both so good. They really deserve each other. They really deserve that kind of relationship and friendship. That's the kind of relationships you should be sowing. You should not be pursuing shallow relationships where you're left feeling unvalued and you're left feeling like you're putting in more than you're getting out you really need to be equally yoked with this person. You guys both need to be putting the same amount of effort in. So I hope that this little rant of mine about fake friends helped. I hope that you've learned something from it. Um, I, again, encourage you to follow the podcast, leave a rating and review, share it with somebody. We have a Google Forms link in the description. If you would like to fill that out and leave a topic suggestion or a question for me you'd like to answer, I would really love to read those and you definitely help me create better and good content. And yeah, stay safe and thank you for listening. recording in my closet and last week I recorded in my bedroom and so if you felt like the quality on this was better you should definitely also put that in the Google's form even though that's not what it's intended for I'll still read it and you'll help me keep up with the quality and know if I'm doing good or not um so yeah (laughs)